Let's talk about the Broadway plan. We certainly discussed that plan uh, for many, many uh, days on this show and many others here on CKNW. Now, during that debate last June, the previous city, city council endorsed an amendment in support of adding new protected bike lanes along the length of Broadway, timed with the uh, completion, of course, the uh, the SkyTrain Millennium Line Broadway extension under the street. Now the City of Vancouver staff have come back to council strongly recommending against the idea, uh, basically saying there are plans for wider sidewalks for pedestrians and patios along the revamped uh, Broadway. Now last week, the Greater Vancouver Board of Trade CEO Bridget Anderson was on this show, uh, and she expressed her concerns about a potential bicycle lane being added along the Broadway corridor. Now take a listen. The Broadway Corridor is the second largest employment centre in British Columbia. So it's an incredibly important area for businesses, but also for residents. Taking away space on the Broadway Corridor doesn't make much sense. We need that avenue open for traffic, both for cars and commercial trucks, for public transit, for emergency vehicles. We also need space for more pedestrian space and more patio space. So it really needs to be uh, a common sense, balanced approach by council. That was Bridget Anderson from the Vancouver Board of Trade uh, speaking to us uh, last Thursday. Joining me now is Christine Bowe. She's a Vancouver councillor with One City. Uh, councillor Boyle, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me on. Now, uh, give me your thoughts on this. Uh, You're in support of uh, looking at and wanting a a bike lane uh, along Broadway. Why do you think there should be one there? Look, I do think that we should have one there. And I agree with Bridget that this is an important conversation about how we most efficiently, uh, most safely move people and goods across the Broadway corridor and within the corridor. She's right. We're adding thousands of new jobs. Um, Many thousands more people will call the area home. And so we need to think about how they're safely getting around. And an active transportation lane on Broadway gets people on bikes, people on scooters, people on other micromobility where they need to go. It's part of creating a destination, a truly great where people can get around safely and local businesses can create good jobs and thrive. And we know that will happen because it's what's happened before um, in other places in Canada, like Toronto on Bloor Street and even here in Vancouver when we've added active transportation lanes downtown. And the, the downtown Vancouver BIA has said they're supportive of them. They, uh, you know, they were initially resistant. They Uh, did the research, they've seen the good impact, and they've been supportive. So lots of good reasons uh, for the safety of residents, as well as for thriving businesses to create these clear spaces for for people uh, walking and rolling and driving each. Now, Brian, Brian Montague, the uh, councillor with the ABC, uh, the majority at council was on this show last week as well. We talked to him a little bit about the bike lane on Broadway. Take a listen to what he had to say. I think there's a, a number of things you have to look at. And uh, you have to give people options on how to get around the city. And uh, that includes everything by bike, walking, transit, car. People use all different modes of, of transportation. And we need to make sure that the Broadway corridor is a place for everybody and accessible to everyone, regardless of how you get around. And, you know, let's be let's be very honest here. If we're going to build a bike lane, why would we do it where we already have one? 
Uh, and what Mr. Montague was referring to there is that there's a bike lane already on 10th and that we don't need to be, A, replicating what you already have in a quieter street, number one. And number two, staff is recommending uh, that there not be, not be a bicycle lane on on um, on Broadway. And number three, TransLink, to my understanding, also has a say because it is Broadway and the city wouldn't would have quite quite a bit of difficulty reducing the amount of lanes uh, to less than four uh, if a bike lane was put in. What do you say to those arguments? Yeah, look, I, I appreciate that. Actually, I think Councillor Montague is mostly making my point for me. We need to create good options for uh, for people, and if we want to encourage more people to be not using private cars creating that space is important where he's wrong. And I don't know when the last time um, he rode along 7th or 10th is there, there aren't bike lanes on 7th or 10th. They're bike routes, which, which means their bikes are mixed in with cars. There's a couple blocks where they're protected, but for the most part, you're riding with cars. They're not especially safe, especially for people who are more nervous cyclists, the type of people we want to um, encourage to be able to get out of cars because they feel safe and confident doing so. The existing infrastructure is great for recreational cyclists, even for people like me. I've been um, biking my whole life, but, uh, but they don't get people to the businesses. They're not useful for scooters, and there's a whole conversation we can so have about... So what do you think should give here? Should, should we have less lanes, or uh, should sidewalks be smaller so there would be less room for pedestrians or even a sidewalk cafes? Something has to give. Either we reduce lanes from four down to two, which TransLink, which has a say in this, probably wouldn't agree with, number one. And number two, you reduce the, the size of the sidewalk extension. What do you think needs to give if we were to put in bicycle lanes? What, what would you want to see? Because you can't do all of it. Totally, totally hear you. Um, I think there is a, a an important balanced solution that would be kind of between the four-lane and two-lane option, so that we would have traffic be able to move smoothly, turning lanes so we're not blocking uh, blocking vehicle traffic in that way, um, and active transportation that gets, quite frankly, gets those scooters off of the sidewalk where they're a significant risk to pedestrians. And if we don't have the active transportation lane, um, we know they will be on the sidewalks and that will continue to be a risk. So it, uh, in that way, active transportation lanes actually make that sidewalk pedestrian space safer for pedestrians too. So basically you, what you're saying is Broadway should be uh, knocked down to two lanes, but in but with left-hand lane, left-hand turn lanes, so traffic isn't blocked. Essentially, you think that would accommodate what you'd like to see with the bike lane? Yeah, we can get into all the, all the details, and I've been diving through all of the pictures and maps. Um, at the station blocks, we're going to need a bit more space, and city staff have mapped out what it would look like to add active transportation space by the stations, which, by the way, is really useful uh, connecting points for people who might, say, use a scooter to get 20 blocks to the subway station and then take the subway the rest of the way. So it would look different at the station blocks than in the in-between blocks. Um, but there is a there is a balanced solution there. And Absolutely. you think Trans- TransLink would put up, would, would accept that, though, at reducing Broadway down to basically two lanes? Well, again, I'm, I'm saying four lanes at the station blocks um, and then a mix uh, between in the in between blocks that's the conversation we need to have with translink um and we have very uh 
talented, thoughtful staff at the city and at TransLink who, if council gives them the direction, I'm certain can figure out that right balance. Uh, Ms. Boyle, would love to have you in the studio again. It's, it's, this is a, a much longer conversation. I know you're very busy today, and this is before council. Uh, look forward to chatting with you very soon on this issue. Thank you so much. Thanks. Anytime. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.